The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Hannah, you see what I'm doing here? This is me after a long week. Yes. Drinking. Yes. Drinking Duvel. There's about Belgian four inches of foam. Huh? Oh, it's a ridiculous amount of foam. It comes in its own special glass. Like, I have the glass. I never use the glass for anything except when I drink Duvel, and I probably drink a Duvel like once every six months. Why does it like need a special glass? Why can't you I pour that know. in a pint glass? It says Duvel on the side. The glass came with it, and when I've been to bars that like do it by the right glass, where it's the exact same glass that they bring out. So I'm just... Trying to do do right by the beer. But I don't do know if it all, makes it taste that, better. I don't know. How do you get all that know. foam to go away? I don't know. I, I guess I just drink the foam. It's like thick Wouldn't beer. that like give you gas? It's a Belgian beer. I, I don't know. At this point, I don't care. I don't care. I, I really don't. I'm just happy that we've gotten to this point. Yes. Okay? And we're ready to do another week of the EP podcast. We have a bunch of guests. Glenn Panuski stopping by. He's from the village. He's been on a bunch of times before. He's the regular. He's on all the time. Glenn is going to be talking to us about Flake Fest, which is coming up this weekend, and also in a couple of weeks, the first ever Comic-Con type thing that Evergreen Park has ever done, their Fanta Sci Fest for fantasy and science fiction. We are going to actually be at the fest, but he's going to be talking about it. This is the first ever event in Evergreen Park. A great way to break up the, the winter blahs is this Fanta Sci Fest. I think they're expecting big things at it, and I want to talk to him about that. So that's our first guest. And then we have a great guest this week. Valerie Reynolds, she's a Chicago author who's going to be at the Evergreen Park Library and for Black History Month is going to be giving a reading of her book for children, The Joys of Being a Little Black Boy. So we're going to have her on as well. She's joining us by phone. So there's a lot of things going on talking about stuff that's happening in Evergreen Park. And what's really cool is we've been doing such a good job covering Evergreen Park. I don't know if you noticed, but the patch ran an article on us. I saw that. And I want to kick the show off right away telling you I'm sorry. Because they asked me for the article, and I mentioned you 15 times. And your name was only in it once. And I didn't want the article to be just about me. Like, you I seem- felt like I wanted to have Hannah next to me in the picture. Okay. I want everybody to understand this. You don't, you, I don't even think you're bothered by it, but I was worried about this. You've seen Monsters, Inc. Yes. When the little scrawny Mike, the little green monster. Right. He's on the cover of the magazine, but the UPC code is covering up everything except like his arm and his hand. Right. And he was still like, oh, my God, I'm on the cover of a magazine. (laughs) That's how I was. My name was That's how you felt? Like your name was mentioned. Like I got my picture there. It's had a big interview with me. And then it's like co-host, Hannah Cohut. And you're like, that's amazing. I just thought about like his whole body and everything was covered up with the UPC code. But he was like, I am on the cover of a magazine. That's awesome. If you're happy, I'm happy. I was happy. <laughs> I was very worried that you were unhappy. So I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy. I'm happy. You know what's great about it is that the patch allows us now to be able to post the shows directly onto the patch feed. And then it shows up in people's emails as well. So it's a big boost for listenership. People are finding the EP podcast more and more. And it's much easier because the patch has also said, Chris, go ahead and post the show. So we just continue to get bigger. We got lots to get to. So let's get to it. <laughs> As we do early in every EP podcast, we bring you the EP word on the street. The Office of Citizen Services, busy. 
This week, there's an AARP Smart Driving class, Thursday and Friday, the 6th and the 7th of February, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. 708-422-8776 to register. There's also a cupcake decorating class coming up next Wednesday, February the 12th at 1 p.m. Evergreen Park's own Maria Lampton from Caketopia teaching a class. It's only $20 to participate. Maria is set to be on the show next week, so I can have some tasty cupcakes right here and preview the event. Yeah, that's why I booked her. The Evergreen Park Youth Department has a cookie decorating party next Friday, February 14th from 3 to 5 p.m. for kids grades 5 through 12. The Recreation Department is doing Girls Night Out this Friday, February the 7th, 6 p.m. at the Community Center. Girls grade 2 to 5, $20 per girl. Games, snacks, crafts, much more. Register at the Community Center with the Recreation Department. There's Flake Fest coming up this weekend. There's Fanta Sci Fest coming up later on in the month. There's book readings going on at the library, but I'm going to get into that more because we have guests to cover that. Hannah, a plague beset this house this week. A plague perpetuated by a four-year-old boy. And somehow we all seem to have escaped. Let me tell you the story. Did you? I, I believe we've escaped <laughs> at this point because he seems like he's okay. Four years old, the other night, crawls into mom and dad's bed. And I hear him murmur something about how he is unable to see. Uh-oh. He can't open his eyes. Oh, no. And I'm just like, this is just a kid that's being annoying. I just roll back over and go to bed. I can't see. I can't see. Right. I can't see. <laughs> so finally, his mother gets tired of him and sends him out of the room. Well, unbeknownst to us. He then takes shelter in his sister's room and sleeps in her bed. Okay. Then she kicks him out, so he goes and takes shelter back in his room, but on the lower bunk with his brother, who eventually okay. gets tired of him and kicks him out of bed. Okay. So now so this blind child who claims that he can't see <laughs> wanders back to my... I think he uses a sense of smell to find me, okay? I don't know how he does it if he's blind, but he feels his way back, <laughs> still complaining he can't open his eyes, and everybody's ignoring him because we're like, just... Go to bed, four-year-old. You know, it's like the third kid. Like, we're like, whatever game you're playing, it's four o'clock in the morning, and we're all trying to sleep, and it's a school night, you know? And he comes in, and at this point, Erica's like, just get into bed. I can't see. I can't see. And then it hits me. Turn on the lights, Erica. Turns on the lights. This kid's eyes are caked with so much goo. Oh, no. He's got, and right away I go, he's got double pink eye. No. And Erica goes, no, he doesn't. How, he, looked, he looked fine. He was crying before he went to bed last night. I'm sure it's like something with his tear ducts. I'm like, mm-mm, double pink eye. Ugh. And then I find out that he and basically went and rubbed his kids. face into everybody's pillows oh, overnight. No. So, like, everything got washed it was like, I'm wiping goo off of his face. He gets good, goes to the doctor right away. Of course, I'm right, double pink eye. And I've been dropping de- drops into his eyes for the last three, four days. And that's what we've done. And so far, nobody has pink eye. Now, I do walk up to my wife every 15 minutes and say, do my eyes look weird? They feel weird because I'm a hypochondriac. You are a hypochondriac. So, like him being sick makes Don't me feel like I am sick. Like I read something about the coronavirus and I started coughing. Like, and then my wife goes, shut up, Chris. You're fine. You have, you have not been to China. You're going to be okay. And I'm like, I don't know. You never know. I don't know. I have a cough now. Do, you, do my eyes look bad? My eyes look bad, right? Like, I've been spending the last several days now waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I've been completely fine. And so now that we've gotten here, we're sitting down at the bar. I've poured, like I said, my duvel. Yes. Okay. I'm actually in my second duvel now. And this is me saying I'm fine. For now. <laughs> do my eyes look okay? Seriously. I don't think she's telling me the truth. 
You've likely heard of Core Fitness and Physical Therapy in Evergreen Park. They've even been on the EP podcast before, putting me through the paces doing Pilates. Well, now it's time for you to man up. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy is now offering a men's only mat class Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. The class is designed to guide men through the principles of Joseph Pilates mat work in order to help increase core strength, range of motion, and performance in other fitness activities. $16 per class or $140 for a pack of 10. And women, CORE is now offering women's health services, specializing in female-specific conditions such as incontinence, pre-postnatal care, and pelvic pain. CORE gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. Give them a call today, 708-422-0990, or visit corefitnesspt.com. Joining us down here in the broadcast basement here on the EP podcast, I have a good friend who has been on this show many, many times uh, from the village of Evergreen Park. Glenn Panuski is here. How are you, Glenn? I am good, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. 31 days later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had a show that aired right around that time. We were close to that when you you interviewed me, and it won't be like this right now. I'm interviewing you, okay? You know what? I got a lot of good feedback on that show. Yeah, I was was embarrassed by it. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, who wants to hear about me? Well, not that I did anything, (laughs) but the topic was a good one. You know, you did a good job. You actually did a wonderful job, and I really appreciate uh, what you did there. Gave me a chance to kind of like take a week off around the holidays with the family, so I really appreciate that. Okay. We've got a couple of things coming up here in Evergreen Park, and that's why I wanted to bring you in here. The first one is coming up this weekend. We have Flake Fest on Saturday. This is the 16th annual oh, Flake okay. Fest. Um, it, seems to, it seems to evolve, though, a little bit. It did. When actually, they, they just told me yesterday, uh, Jill and Karen, that when they started this, which would have been 2004, it was actually, the, for the first couple of years, it was a two-day Event. Okay. You know, they would do the skating on one night, and then the next day would be, you know, the festivities in the firehouse and all that. But what it is, basically, Saturday, February 8th, come on out. Now, they at, I believe, 1130, uh, they have a couple of things that you have to register for. First is like a learn-to-skate slash uh, hockey kind of class. And then there is a speed skating tournament uh, shortly after that. Those are things that you have to register for. But at 1 o'clock, that's all done, and it's all open to the public. And it is a day of free ice skating. Let's hope that the weather stays. You know, we've we've had an easy winter so far. You want to have that weather to be at least in the 30s just to keep that ice from melting because yeah. they, they have had shortened flake fest days because the ice, the, the ice has turned into a lake. So, uh, But free ice skating. And then in the firehouse, they've got vendors and refreshments and crafts and cookie decorating. Have you got a you got a table over there? I I I, I think I have a table. Over my there. my people will talk. To I your figured people. that okay. your people would talk to my people at some point. I know that we're coming to Fantasy Fest. That I'm looking forward to. It's our first ever. So you know, this is really of, cool. It's like Comic Con. I'm. Uh, it's it's Evergreen Park Comic Con. It, it I've really been trying is. To tell it's at our uh, senior center on Saturday, February the twenty second. Downstairs, you will have a game room uh, for regular, you know, kids games, but then we'll have a section off all Dungeons and Dragons. We've got a couple of moderators for that. And then we will have some panels. Uh, a couple of our people are doing panels on uh, cosplayers. Now these are people who are invited to come and dress up as a character. You can have Batman walking around. So if Spider-Man. I want to dress up as Batman, yeah, I won't look as weird as I would normally look. No, not at all. At this event. No, and I've been to big versions of these things, like uh, the Rosemont has one. Right. You know, and 
you know, there are some of the cosplayers, you know, you're kind of crossing the line as far as what some of the... I can't the wear my sexy wear. outfit, Glenn. Is right. that what you're telling this me? This is more family I, focused. I can't put on the sexy outfit. I would I would prefer not. I can't, I can't be uh, sexy we, Batman. We, we want people to stay. <laughs> so uh, it, it is free for spectators. Sexy Batman is just me in a cape exactly and cut right. off shorts. That's all it is. Uh, you know what? You, you People can come through and change <laughs> costumes four times if you want, you know. Because it is free for uh, cosplayers and the general public to walk through. Okay. Uh, on the first floor. Uh, so this is a free admission thing. Free admission thing. On the 22nd of February. This right. Is now, on out. the okay. second floor in the auditorium, that's where we're setting up our vendors and our artist tables. There are spots available. So if you are an artist and want to display your work or sell it, um, you just go on our website. We've got an application. It's 30 bucks for a table. And, you know, you sell a couple of things, you'll make that back really quick we're gonna have face painting i have a very talented young lady who's not only a dungeons and dragons player and that's what i think is amazing that she does that okay so she gets this whole thing but then also uh is an artist so i mean like she does all the art and stuff so we're bringing we're bringing my daughter audrey out to do face painting for the kids so she's gonna be at the ep podcast courtesy of the ep podcast yeah there will be a section on there for if if people come through want to take a picture with any of the cosplayers we'll have a nice little area for that so we will have an ongoing film program right. on the stage, on the big screen. I personally am leading a discussion. This will probably uh, appeal more to the baby boomers, but back in the day, not that I'm that old, right. but before the days of VHS, you know, people had home movie projectors. And you could go into a department store or a camera store, and there'd be a little box that has like a little Abbott and Costello movie or a Frankenstein or Dracula or science fiction. But it was highlights for some of these great movies. And... Today, actually, these are actually very uh, collectible. I mean, there are collectors out there that have massive, you know, uh, a collection to these. But we'll do a little history of that and run some of these, you know. So there'll be ongoing entertainment. There's a fella um, lives in Evergreen Park. His name is Julius Fassel. Now he's very active in uh, the Ren Fair up north in uh, was it just southern Wisconsin, I believe. Right. Um, he's actually going to put on a performance at some point in the afternoon. Maybe that's not so, you know, anime, comic book, slash uh, fantasy. It's fantasy. But, but he's funny. It's he's, fantasy, right? It, I mean, it it's is. Fantasy. It is, and right. he's funny. And actually, he and his partner in March are actually going to do a show for us through the Candlelight Theater program, which we'll come back and you're talk so about busy. that. You know, yeah, that's so, why you're on the show so often, because all the stuff you know, that you're organizing. We just like to have a lot of things going on. The, mayor, the mayor's got these buildings open. He wants stuff happening in there. That's great. I'm looking forward to it. So we've got coming up this weekend, we got Flake Fest over at the Capuano Ice Rink, and then we have on the 22nd, Fantasy Fest. It's going to be, I mean, for February, things are cooking here in Evergreen Park. Plus, you may not know this, and I want you to stop by. You don't have to win the contest to be at it. On the 20th, on Thursday night, we are recording with an audience down here in the bar for our Mardi Gras party because we're having Mardi Gras here because Hannah's from Louisiana. Right, right. So we're doing Mardi Gras EP podcast style, Evergreen Park style. We're doing something like that down here. So you mark your calendar. We're having a contest. I got details here coming up later on in the show. And we're going to make sure that everybody who wants to get here, we're going to try to get everybody over here. Are, My wife is letting me have people in the house. There are show. great things happening in Evergreen Park all around. Yes, so, you know, definitely. You're definitely a part of that. I so. appreciate it, Glenn. Thanks for coming by. We'll see ya. Hey, Southsiders. Are you White Sox fans? The number one most downloaded White Sox podcast, according to podbean.com, is Sox in the Basement. And it's part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Insider interviews, stat breakdowns, and coverage year-round. 
Join me and my buddy Dave and all kinds of great guests each and every week for 30 Minutes of Socks. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. We are joined on the phone line by an author who's from the Chicago area. This is Valerie Reynolds. She wrote a book that is going to be featured. She's going to be reading it at the Evergreen Park Library as part of Black History Month. It is called The Joys of Being a Little Black Boy. And Valerie, I appreciate you coming on the show this week. Thanks for having me, Chris. What are the joys of being a little black boy? So the book was written really um, of this radical notion, in my opinion, that little black boys have joy, too. And I'm, I'm, as a media professional, I do PR, media relations, and my nine to five. You know, just generally I always see and sort of analyze in my mind all the images that the media throws out there at us on a regular basis. And very few of those images that we see are images of happy little black boys. But that's contrary to how I grew up. I grew up on a, a working class block where all the neighborhood kids played together and I just had so many good friends who were just little black boys and we were happy and we played hide and go seek and we had Halloween parties together and I'm, I'm imagining that that exact same thing is happening. We just don't see it. Yeah, I think you're right about that. That is something that you will notice all the time in, in the press. They're constantly trying to find a group here, a group there and define that group and what you did is you wrote this book because you're like, no, we're, we're not just one thing, and I don't want it that way. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, so the book, but the, the, the way that I wrote the book is definitely for a younger audience, I would say between the ages of three to eight. Um, and it's designed to remind little black boys from whom they come. And so it's a biopic uh, journey uh, that sort of plants the notion that some of the world's most famous black men were once black boys. So we're talking about President Obama. We have um, Muhammad Ali. Um, um, I can't. I can't think of it. It's okay. I, I got. <laughs> I got the list. I got the list right in front of me, Valerie. So don't worry oh, about okay. it. Okay. So okay. I've got. I got Barack Obama, Charles Drew, Frederick Douglass, Langston Hughes. Colin yeah. Powell, John Baptiste Pointe, du, I'm gonna, I, I am destroying that name. Uh, Dusado, <laughs> is am I saying that right? Uh, but you, you yeah. have, you have all well, those and more I, inside. I don't of speak French either, so <laughs> the way that I, <laughs> Jean Baptiste Pointe Dusado. Yeah, that's uh, well, we are close enough, me and you. All right, so, so the the book is the book is a happy book. Right. What you're doing is you're kind of saying. You know, this is what they were probably like as boys, correct? Right. And the idea is to try to you know, illustrate that, you know, there are happy kids that are out there and they go on to do great things. Exactly. That's excellent. So when you come to the Evergreen Park Library, it's going to be on February the 15th. I, I'm imagining you're speaking to young children when you're sitting there. Is it a book reading? Is it a question and answer thing? What do you plan on doing there? I imagine it would be both. Um, I'm, pre I'm prepared for both. Um, I've, I was very specifically asked to do a reading, but generally um, I do a reading and then sometimes I have children who ask questions, but then sometimes I usually have adults who ask questions as well. So, yeah, and, and we will be selling books and I will be signing books, so all of that will be happening. Is this your first book? You said you had a day job. Is this something where you were you were like, I'm going to write this book or, or is this is this one of many that we can expect from Valerie Reynolds? Oh, from your lips to God's ears, Chris. <laughs> I'm always like, I have no shortage of ideas. It's the shortage of time. And so um, I'm going to tell you this. I was inspired to really galvanize to write this book after um, the Chris 
I can't I can't even remember which one it was, but it was one of the one of the times where one of the black boys had been shot by the police. Um, and like I had just kept watching it, um, and I and and it really was that. It was just like you know. To, to some degree understandable, like because of the media m- images that we see so pervasively, like people are afraid of black boys, like towering black boys, and, and they want to get home to their families. But what that means, the tangible consequence for for young black boys is sometimes death. And so I was like, no, I'm, I'm stopping right here. I'm, I'm about to shine a light on the happiness that little black boys possess. And so I wrote it. I wrote it in one day. I just went home. I said, I'm about to write this book. And I partnered with a good friend of mine who's an illustrator. He's actually um, like my nephew, but kind of like play cousin type of nephew. He's my best friend's nephew. And he did the illustration. And then I have a really good business partner who's been working with me hand in hand. And we've just been doing the marketing and promotion for the last three years. And so, yeah, that's how it started. Well, that's awesome, Valerie. We're looking forward to seeing you here in Evergreen Park on the 15th over at the Evergreen Park Library for the reading of The Joys of Being a Little Black Boy. I appreciate you coming on the EP Podcast. Thank you for having me, and I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Let's talk about what's going on here in the broadcast basement, which is my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park, where we do the EP podcast. What is going on on the 20th of February? That is our Mardi Gras party. Les le bon This is invitation only, but we are going to invite listeners to come into the party and hang out here at the bar where you hear the EP podcast each and every week with myself and Hannah and my wife will be here and my kid with the pink eye, but hopefully it'll clear up. <laughs> but we're going to have all these things. There won't be any. I promise no pink eye. I promise that we will be disinfected and everything that's weeks away. So here's the thing. We're going to have this party and we are going Mardi Gras for you, Hannah, because you're from Louisiana yeah. and you're a little homesick. And I think this is a perfect way to get me to spring training. You know, I, I need to get through to winter blocks. You need a filler. I need that. I need, need to get to St. Filler. Patrick's Day. I need to get to that point. Yeah. And I need my filler. So we're doing this. So on the 20th, we, we record a lot of times on Thursday nights. Yes. We're going to record the show. People are allowed to come down here. We're going to have a little party. We're going to do Mardi Gras. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have some food. We're going to have some drinks. Uh, it's going to be a 21 and over affair. So if you want to come over to the Lanuti house and be in the broadcast basement for our Mardi Gras party, this is what you got to do. We want you to show your down for some Mardi Gras fun. You have to show us how you decorate or how you are celebrating the Mardi Gras season here in the EP. So if you've changed the lights in front of your house, we want a picture of it. If you decorate your desk at work, we want a picture of it. If you have a Mardi Gras tree, which Hannah put down here in the basement, which yes. I still think is ridiculous, <laughs> we want to see it, okay? If you put some streamers up, if you have a funny outfit, if you went to Mardi Gras back when you were young and you're like, why did I keep that stupid top hat with its three different colors with all those beads? Put those beads on, put that stupid top hat on. It still smells like that night in New Orleans 25 <laughs> years ago and get a picture of yourself 
and send it to us. And you can get us on Instagram at the EP pod, Twitter at the EP pod, and on Facebook at the EP podcast. Okay. And you can find us there. Send us the picture. You will find on all those pages, you will find an opportunity to post it, post it in the comments of anything you find on Twitter or Instagram. Cause I get it. Post in the comments of anything that you're going to see on Facebook, post it to that page, whatever you want to do, share it with us. We will select from those people, the winners and the people that will be joining us at our Mardi Gras party on the 20th of February down here at the bar while Hannah and I do the show. Who knows? We might even let you have a microphone. You know, mm-hmm. I might, I'll probably have an open mic sitting here. You know, if somebody, if you don't want to participate, great. Sit at the bar, have a good time. Check out all the cool memorabilia. We got, I got, I got everything from a boomerang to a snowboard hanging above the bar. <laughs> this is an eclectic place. We are, we are Mardi Gras up. The decorations you put down here are ridiculous. I've had to move them three times because I keep walking and everything. <laughs> You've got Mardi Gras garland all over the place. We've got this tree over here. When you walk in here, it looks like a fun house. I, but I like it because I'm happy. Like, th- just last week, there was a story out there hadn't been sunlight for like over a week, right? Yeah. Just last week, it's that rough. happened. I didn't even notice it because I sit down here in this bar with the way it's decorated. And I like in Mardi Gras land. Yeah. So that's what we're going to give people. We're going to do that. And I, I'm, we're, I'm sure we'll get some good guests for that as well. Yes. Okay. You know that. You know Father Paul, the, the military chaplain priest who likes to drink at my bar will be there. And there's nothing like a drunken priest. And there will stories. be king cake. Right. And, oh, yeah. You're bringing the king cake, right? Yeah. You're bringing a king cake, and I'm going to make I'm going to make Erica get hors d'oeuvres for everybody. <laughs> Poor Erica. <laughs> hey, Dad, can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight? Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink. I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy. How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah! Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you want to get crazy, pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp, and then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy Cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta. And then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hot. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crab. Yay! I was going to tell you, so I got some cool, you know, Mardi Gras, you know, history or facts that I wanted to share with everybody. You do. So you were talking about Mardi Gras. I like Gras. that she came prepared with something. I'm very excited about this, <laughs> folks. Welcome to a new a new era on the EP podcast. Yes. What do you got, Hannah? All right, let's get she to it. She gets her name in the paper and she's like, I'm going to start doing stuff. <laughs> a digital paper. It's not even like a real No, paper it's just paper. digital. It's just a digital paper, but your name was in it. And you're like, I'm going to start doing stuff. Now, Mardi Gras, well, Mardi Gras and carnival season kind of go hand in hand. Now, carnival. I think it's carnival. Carnival. We say carnival. It might be wrong. Carnival could be that. Okay. Carnival anyway. Mardi Gras season starts right. on the Epiphany. When does actual legit Mardi Gras begin? Chris? On the twelfth of January. You've said it seven times in the show. That's when Mardi Gras season begins. Oh. Mardi Gras is the whole season. When does actual Fat Tuesday? Oh, the actual... day before the day before Ash Wednesday is Fat Tuesday. But this is how Mardi Gras starts. It is not officially Mardi Gras until. Until on the morning of on Mardi Gras morning at eight o'clock in the morning, the crew of Zulu will roll. 
King Zulu and Queen Zulu And, it, and is that go. on Fat Tuesday or is that yes. days before? Yes, that's on okay. Fat Tuesday. All right, all that right. morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, Right. King Zulu and Queen King, Zulu. King Zulu. Go and wait at Gallier so Hall. So weird. Okay. And then Rex will roll after Zulu. And well, who's Rex? Rex is the king of Mardi Gras. So Is Rex, there a different Rex every year, or yes. do they have to find a guy with the first name of Rex? Nope, there's a different Rex every year. Okay. King and Queen Rex will then join King and Queen Zulu at Gallier Hall at the right. parade stand. Uh-huh. They do a toast with the mayor, right. and the mayor officially declares Mardi Gras I'm has begun. I'm starting to think that this is just a big giant fraternity party with made-up names. but Well, that's guys- exactly what it is. <laughs> Now, that's how you kick off official Mardi Gras. Then Flounder comes in and we all do a shot of Fireball. Like, that's what it sounds like. Well, (laughs) what's fun is how they close out Mardi Gras. Right. So they kick it off that morning. They have a parade and then uh, Delta Omega just uh, comes out. Right. Yeah, you party all day. Exactly. Okay. Well, on Bourbon Street, the Mountain Patrol of the NOPD will line up. I've been there when it ends. Yes. I've seen them. Will line up on Bourbon Street. They don't care if they run you over with their horse. At 12 o'clock stroke of midnight, those horses start walking and they are pushing the crowds. It's a ceremony. It's a, It's not ceremonial. It's not. I've been there when it happens. People come right back on the street. They just ride right over people. They will ride right over you. You don't have to stay off the street, but they're just signifying that Mardi Gras is over. And you do anything close to their horse, I have watched people just be beaten in the street. Oh, you will. This is not like a... Not mess not like with the normal. horses. See, I love how you like romanticize it. You're like, and then the ser- the ponies prance down the street, and the people all move out of the neighborhood. I've been there before. The people get the pushed angry, off the street. The angry, but they come right back. Horses, the Clydesdales, they come down the street with fire in their eyes. There's people <laughs> swinging batons. The police are in front of them with riot gear. They're throwing people in the paddy wagon. They're beating shirtless drunks in the street. And they clear the entire thing. And the only thing that's left is that guy with the hot dog stand that somebody <laughs> threw up on his hot dog 15 minutes ago. The and he's selling dog. it to somebody and calling it a chili dog. That's what it is on Fat Tuesday. And the whole place smells like urine. The end. The end. <laughs> Go to church in the morning. <laughs> Get your ashes. <laughs> another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement. Broadcast. Basement. The Nudie's Basement. The Broad Basement. Slancha. We do not want Baton Rouge. Nope. They, like, they got their own Mardi Gras that they, you know, little college preppy kids picked up along the way. <laughs> We're going to do it, it the real is, way. Look how angry you are. You're like, you're, right away, you're like, they got, the, they got the preppy Mardi Gras. Well, they do. They're all imposters. They're all imposters. Turn their nose up to us after Katrina. Oh, all these people coming into town. <laughs> Then what happened in 2012 when Baton Rouge flooded? <laughs> we have nowhere to go. <laughs> Man, <the laughs> it shouldn't have been so ugly. It's like north side, south side. You're on the south it side is. and you hate the haughty north siders. It is. The EP Podcast.
Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.